Join me on a song in the night as we look at why we are having challenges with our young people. Let's get real. I got an issue, folks. It's my issue. It might not be yours. That's fine. Why would Christians, why would Christians on the Lord's day of worship, on our high day of worship, why would we join a car rally against government being led by a person or people who use profanity? Something's got to be greater than the cost. I think integrity is greater. Government will know where I stand, but I'm not standing behind anyone that does not hold up the standard of God. The Lord's day. Is it that they, the leaders of this car or whatever rally going on, do they usually honor the Lord's day? Our principles, our standards? I didn't say if they believed in God. I said, do they honor? All right. So because we're mad at the government and not happy about some things, we Christians will follow this type of a leader. I I don't know her personally, and she could be a real nice person. I'm just saying, I don't follow people who show me a role model of profanity and the rest of it. But we've got folks, they're not going to church, but they'll go to a rally. I've got an issue with that. And that, that's going to lead me into why I said, yeah, it makes sense that we deal with Psalms 119. So we're going to. Deaconess Tyra, God bless you. So let's go to Psalms 119 and understand what it is that we are dealing with today, today in the island of Bermuda. So at Psalms 119, the word of God. This is our base. This is our uh, standard. We stand on the word of God. We rally around the word of God. And we make sure that what we do is respectful in its doings. Okay, so let's go to verse 9. Here we go. Here beginneth the reading of God's holy word. And it says, Wherewith shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. That's the standard. That's the standard. We want to know why they're stabbing each other for jewelry. Why they're shooting each other. Why they're misshooting. Why they're shooting the wrong person. I don't need to ask, can it be? It is so that Bermuda has lost her way. Not the entirety. I'm not painting a broad brush but I'm certainly painting a portrait here. How can we expect clean ways from young people who have not cleansed their ways? That's what I'm saying. You know, as a matter of fact, let me be bold and say this. How dare we expect them to act right? We've got a lot of nerve expecting our young people to act in an appropriate matter. Again, I'm not talking about everyone. I'm talking about the small percentage. But listen, a little leaven, leaven at the whole lump. It affects us all. All right. Some people say, oh, they don't talk about this. I'm talking about it. Well, they are not talking about me. I'm saying 
that we have signed to the wind. And it's not the wind of the Holy Spirit. It's the do it, do what you want, let yourself go wind. And now we are reaping the world wind. How shall a man, a young man, notice it's a young man. If we don't get the young man, they're going to grow up. You won't be able to do anything with them. We have to start with the boys. Cleanse their ways. Why? Because we're we're born in sin, shaped in, in iniquity. You know, we've been born into a world where we naturally will go wrong. And the only way to cleanse that wrong is to what? Take heed according to the word of God. We you want to deny it. You you want to think it's not so. You want to think that you can um do transcendental transcendental meditation, yoga, uh, speak to your dead ancestors, all of that, that is not cleansing your way. That is not teaching the young men, the young people to cleanse their ways. That is teaching them to go another way that is outside of the word of God. Some will say, well, we don't believe in the Bible. Well, guess what? It happens to stand whether you believe in it or not. And so therefore, in not believing in it and not abiding by it, that's what we've taught a group of young people. And guess what? We've got now the non-believing, non-caring Bible people who are doing what they want, and it's not a way that is cleansed. Am I saying that every church child will be perfect, will go straight? Nope, I ain't saying that. But I'm speaking in general, and I'm saying I believe what God's word says, that if we want the young man to cleanse their ways, we've got to teach them their ways, the ways of God. If not, it's, it's just going to be more trouble. <laughs> Woo. There was something before the COVID folks. There's, there was a, a local pandemic folks. And that is the eradication of the word of God in bringing up our children. And we just thought we were smart enough. We were rich enough. We're Bermudians. Hey, we can do this. No, we can't. We can be a rich Corinthian type of a port island all we want. We're going to get licks because we've taught the next generation how to disobey God. Now, I don't have a lot of comments happening around here. Sounds sounds like you all not got much to say. Maybe you're just listening in. Let me go to the next verse because the Bible's right. Reads in verse 10, with my whole heart, my God, with my whole heart, have I sought thee? Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Come on. When the young man, his ways are cleansed, this is what it leads to. With my whole heart. The heart gets desperately wicked. And who can know it? The only way to keep it in check is to keep it checked in with the word of God. And so we've got the young man that that they just talked about, the Bible just talked about in verse 9. He's saying this with my whole heart. How many young men have their whole heart towards the things of God? It's a big question, folks. You can't look at what's happening and like be shocked. Like, like why are they nipping and tucking, you know, in, in, in the rut? Why they got to rush? You only going to get to where you're getting like three to five minutes earlier. Why they got to speed? Because their ways have not been cleansed. All right, let me see if anyone's saying anything before I continue. Thank you. I got some feedback. Come on now. Okay, that's what I want. 
Superintendent out of Battersby is saying, thank you. Uh, the world is walking the way the word of God said they would, whether they believe in God or not. Read it and find out. Yep. And we're going to keep on preaching God's word to hopefully catch somebody. You know, it's one thing. Um, certainly, I'm not I'm not going to say, well, the Bible said to go split the hell wide open. So I'm just going to stay in my stay in my church and do nothing. That's certainly I know you're not saying it, but I just want to reiterate it. That the Bible does not tell me because they're going to split out wide open. They're going to do what they're going to do. I am to be quiet. As a matter of fact, that's what the church has done. Hidden in our full walls saying, hey, we're good. We're praising the Lord. If they want us, they can come in. No, this avenue here is one of the ways that we can go out. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. And then we've got superintendent saying, whole heart, partial obedience is disobedience. And I like to say partial obedience is complete disobedience because when you miss God, you miss God. And Bermuda has missed God. There's partial obedience, which means complete disobedience. And then Pastor Esdale here, I'll begin to read it here and then go off to read it. This is the concern I have as well. We as Christians must be true to who we represent. Too many times, many of us flip-flop to suit their own agenda. Uh, through this pandemic, God has been talking to us, his believers, to be accountable to his word. And many of us are failing him. Either we stand for what is correct or we fall and suffer for disobedience. Our God reigns forever. And if we, his people, are true to his word, we will be victorious. Hallelujah. And here's the thing, Pastor Asdale, I'm victorious. Yeah, you're victorious. Most on this right here, we're victorious. Yeah, we are trying to go out there and fulfill the great commission to those who are not yet there and may never get there. But we have not been given permission not to speak, not to cry aloud. And pastors will have to answer to God for the opportunities that they had to speak forth to this present generation. What's going on? And they missed it. All right. Deaconess Jennifer saying, if we leave Christ out, congratulations. We've got what we have. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we have literally calculated and gotten the response. We decided money was important. International business was important. We got, because we're, we're going to run on a Sunday, um, football, we're going to start training them, you know, on a Sunday morning. We literally have created this. You know, that been happening for 20 years. You think the devil is slow and methodical. We, emotional, emotional. The devil just sits, I got time. He says, listen, I'm got time. I'm got time now. I'm got eternity too. They don't believe in eternity. The devil believes in eternity. Did I just say something there? The devil believes in eternity. We got Christians that don't believe in eternity. They believe in heaven, but they don't believe in hell. There is a balance. Okay, yes, we're going to keep on speaking. Bless you, Mother Florence Sumner. We must keep on speaking in and out of season. Absolutely. Amen. Yeah, because uh, let me read what my sister, Sister Allison has here. She says, amen. I know people read my nuggets, so I make them easy to understand the gospel truth. Amen. And that's why God brought you in, Allison. going to bring in others because here's my belief that 
God would not have the kingdom of darkness to them. All right? Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. So there is a way. And we have to figure it out. And so I take our time to put my sister's nuggets together. She does them. I use them. If my, if my people, deaconesses and, and elders, if they would do stuff, I would use stuff. You see? So that's the way that goes. This pastor will work it if you work it. And some of you are witnesses. All right? So there is a way. We never know. Your nuggets, Allison, are reaching. I actually do. But somebody told us. Your nuggets are reaching. Your poem may reach. Your exhortation may reach. Our job is to reach. We put the fish in. Didn't, isn't that what Jesus did? Go by the sea of Galilee. Saw him fishing. He entered into thy life and said, now I'm going to teach you to fish for man. That's what we've got to do. We've got to enter into their lives. So we've got to get out there. We've got to do what we can. And different people coming from different angles. Because the gospel truth is needed. Yep, God is patience, all right, overseer. Yep, he's, he's long-suffering toward us. Huh. How about that? Dr. Woods, Deaconess is saying, we have failed to train up our children in the way of the Lord, and hence we have a generation of godless children. Absolutely, absolutely. We calculated it fine, as I was saying. We literally said, they don't need, they don't need. The famous retarded statement, If I when I hear it, I'm like, oh, how retarded. We don't even realize we just fell right into the devil's trap. Well, I went to church so much that I, I, tell my, I said, I, when I have children, I wasn't, oh, Lord, you just condemned your child to hell unless God steps in by the Holy Spirit. Did I just say something? Every parent, how many parents at the judgment seat will see their children plucked off, plucked off to hell, fire, screaming, and then they'll join them because they refuse to train the children up, to talk to the children about it. Hey, heaven's going to be heaven, but that's after the judgment. It's going to have to be some tears that are wiped away first. That's why you'll have to wipe away the tears because we will be just so shocked. These cute little children and the rest of it going to go, go straight to hell. We love them so much, but we, we don't mind them going to hell. And that's a message I'm going to start talking about. I started saying something, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing this and that. But listen, because my message is we love it. We love our mamas. We love our grannies. Oh, we love our children. But we don't love them enough to say, let's make sure we spend eternity together. Oh, we don't love them that much. We love them. We love them to earth. And watch this. Catch this. We love them to death. But I got some news for you that after death comes judgment. After death comes judgment. All of what we're experiencing right now, right in our face, a precursor to the mark of the beast, a precursor to tribulation. By the way, mark of the beast ain't here yet because I'm still here. The church is here. You're still here. So I ain't worried about that. But God has given all the shadows, all the labor pains. And you would think that people would start going, oh my gosh, look at government. The totals we can. Only when we travel, we'll come back and the government said we got about $3,000. You all don't think this is a part of it? Oh, come on. Get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. That's not my issue. My issue is step back and see the big picture. See the big picture. See, we wonder why the children, 
the young men are going off. Well, the parents are off. They ain't in church. They don't got church people ain't in church. People call themselves Christians, but they've forsaken the assembly of themselves together. I'm talking about when they can before the COVID issue. Because they got hurt. Who ain't been hurt? I wish somebody would tell me. Who ain't been hurt? Please. Fell into the trap of the devil. And now they're of no use to the church body. And their offspring and their relatives see them not going to church. I, people are weak. Weak. I don't know how. You couldn't be strengthened by the mighty power of heaven. My God. So we just listen to it. You are my strength. Glory to God. Strength like no other. You are my hope. Come on now. Stronger than mountains. Deeper than oceans. Oh, that's some tenacity right there. That's some tenacity. And we have a, a bunch of weak, weak-hearted, weak-kneed, weak-minded Christians that don't know how to stand up on God's word and say, Thus said the Lord. Government's twisting our arm now. Come on now. And I'm not saying the right or the wrong. I'm saying step back and see the season. Come on now. Oh, I'm going to have to preach on Issachar. I'm going to write that down. Issachar. Times and season. People don't know the times and season. Jesus could come back while I'm doing this live now. I had an experience this morning. Let me tell you about it. Had this experience. Listen. So, you know, getting my bath, right? Of course, you all know I wear glasses, right? So... Of course, I'm going to get my bath and my glasses, right? I'm telling you the story. I want you to listen to me. And so, you know, I put all these sudsy suds, you know, and I put the, um, put some more suds, <laughs> more soap. And I, I you know, not, I can't see, like, I can't read anything, not a thing on the screen I can read now. I could tell you that. However, some of these suds splashed. But my eye blinked and stopped it. My God, from going, my eyelashes stopped it from going to my eye. And I sat there and I said, my God. And God said to me, I'm telling you. He said to me, Maria, that's as quick as I'm coming. He said, that's as quick as time will turn into eternity. He said, you couldn't even see the, the soap that was coming to your eye. And you don't even have, you ain't got 20, 40 vision. Vision, I can't read a thing on here. He said, but you saw, but your eye instinctively saw it. He said, I made you, the, I made the human body that way. It protects itself. And he says, as quick as your eye blinked, so you didn't get soap in your eye. He said, that's as quick as eternity is going to happen. I sat there and I was weak. I said, in a twinkling of an eye. Are we serious? Are we serious? Are we serious? Shabakata, Yorubosi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, can we get to some of these comments? Because you all are saying stuff I need to have everyone else see for real. Oh, boy, 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 boy. Ah, amen. Thank you, Deaconess Nancy. Um, Alda wrote this here. Yes, it's about the big picture. That you can only see when you read and understand God's word. Exactly. Exactly. So we have Lala. Listen. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in more trouble. But you know, whatever. Let me tell you something. It will be as easy as pie. I didn't even need to study. To preach about some things. Are you kidding me? However, I take anywhere from three to seven hours. 
to put every sermon I have together. Why? Because we can't be lazy. We got to study to show ourselves approved. This is not the time to preach um, just like empowering message. Everything's going to be all right. Amen. Go. What? People who usually say that, probably a millionaire because you all are seeding into their ministry and they're doing nothing for Bermuda. Listen, listen to me. Time is drawing nigh. And the, if you don't have passion about God's word, you don't have passion about souls. And we're studying the book of Revelation. We are on the third time around. We're halfway through. And it's more real than it was when we first started. That's what's, that's what's blowing me away. I'm like, <laughs> you would think it would just be a repeat. The lessons are like just repeating. No, the lessons are not just going to repeat because we are farther in, in, in time. And so the lessons become bigger. Like who knew COVID? Three or two years ago when we did the other cohort number one. Now this fits in. You know, you wonder, well, how will all the world get together? Now you can see there's going to be one world government. Now you can see it's going to be one world system because they're practically doing that now. You know, what's his name? Prince Charles and all leaders trying to get together to put together a one world passport. They want to come together. How you have these countries, they hate each other, but now they're going to come together. For what? One world system. You know why? Because it's one world devil. One world devil. And meanwhile, you want me to just play patty cake? No, no, no. While we are yet on this earth, we're going to teach and preach God's word. So that it empowers and encourages. And the only way to be empowered is to stretch your muscles. And that comes through the rebuke of the word. The teaching of God's word. So that you find, please, please, find yourself in the word. If you leave church and you didn't have one bit of, oh, that really got to me. Something's wrong. Something in the word must get to you and remain with you. And let me say this. This is what our children are not learning. But we want them to be well behaved in school. We want them to be well behaved in the neighborhood. No, I wouldn't have the village help me to raise my children. Are you kidding me? Do you know who's in the village? I got got ganja smoker up there, ganja smoker back there half the time. I got that one there giving rap songs about where to find the ganja. (laughs) You want me to trust the neighborhood? I will what? (laughs) Ain't even legal. And they're smoking it. (laughs) Last days. Yeah, let's look at this here. Superintendent, think of the latest rare fatality. If that was us, no time to seek salvation. Not one bit. Not one bit. I'm going to be talking about that too. Y'all kidding each other. You you all know and you attend funerals. That person was drunk riding, cussing, using profanity, and had one split second to say, God, forgive me, Jesus, come into my heart and mean it. And we're gonna tell we're, we're, we're gonna tell everybody we'll see you in heaven, sleep in peace, rest in paradise. They are not listen. If they die and they have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, they're not going to paradise. They're going to the other place. Hey, to show up. And they're gonna be weeping and crying there. 
Christians who love God, walk according to his word, now they're going to paradise, not to heaven. People do not die and go to heaven. People do not die and go to heaven. This day thou shalt be with me in paradise. Paradise is not heaven. The judgment has to take place for us to go to heaven. So we've got some real messaging. Because here's what I believe. Here's what I believe. That when they hear the truth, some of them, when they hear the truth, they're going to be like, you know what? She's, she's right. They're right. They're right. And, and, and people should have told me this stuff, that there is a heaven and there's a how. Because God created everything balanced. Everything balanced. Day, night, waters above, the waters beneath. Man, woman, he created everything opposite. But our stupidity now, we want to just mishmangle everything. Oh, ain't no such thing as a man. Ain't no such thing as a woman. You know, what? Confusion. And this is the world that they grew up in. They should be able to look at the church and see straight. See truth. Come on now. Yes, yes. Lessons, yes, overseer. More relevant than before. Absolutely. And yes, new world order. Yeah, yeah. We're pretty much starting to see it. It's coming. It's coming. Because America's right out of money. I'm telling you. <laughs> I forget that money place that I forget. Keep bailing out this money thing. Keep going bailing out all the countries. China, China, China taking everything. We don't even see how Chinese, the Chinese came and took the airport. And we can't see, as blind as I am with all my glasses, how they just came in. Chinese took over. It just took over. Don Kenya. I went Kenya four times. Always from the first time to the last time we went. All these yoga and, and big belly, all this stuff popping up. Food tasting more like Chinese food instead of African food. Well, yeah, the place we stayed, outspanned. We didn't see not one. The first time we went, we see one Chinese. The last time we went, her pile up. Eating all the food before we get there. But we don't see this happening. We're just in la-la land. We cannot be so satisfied living on earth that we don't understand we're pilgrims passing through. We're not only going to be here so long, folks. Only going to be here so long. All right? Only going to be here so long. And then it's eternity. Eternal damnation or eternity with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we got a lot of nerve telling people that didn't worship on a Saturday or Sunday, didn't honor Jesus, don't believe in the blood of Jesus, don't believe in the Holy Spirit, but they are going to heaven. I'd like to know who is heaven. There is no other heaven. So they ain't going to heaven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Alda. That's right. Because Alda Battlesby went with me the last time. China all over Kenya. The roads, the hotels. That's right. And so on the, on the roads, remember, uh, superintendent, they had some of the red signs in Chinese. Now, how Africans supposed to read that? But eventually they will know it. By the way, that's the Red Army. Armageddon, the Red Army. Yeah, open our eyes. That's why I ain't got time to play crazy, play silly games with people who are already Christians. No, no, no. People are lost, are dying, are going to hell. How about we think on them? How about we stop thinking on ourselves and we think on the laws? Isn't that what he said? Great commission. Hmm? So it, it's a lot of stuff going on. And so therefore, listen, sometimes I told, um, I forget who I was talking to this week. Somebody overseas, because this is what I said. I said, and I don't know who it was, but I said, listen. Oh, I knew it was. These anyway, I, I told him I said because they try to get this big name person 
has all these conferences hooked like I'm got to be a part of them. I let them talk. I gave them the 15 minutes. They said, listen, mm-mm. You, you don't know what's happening in Bermuda. In Bermuda, if you got one person saved in Bermuda, that's like 3,000 people saved in other places. 300, 3,000. Why? Because Bermudians are so secure in who they are. And, and Bermudians have this way. I think it's amazing. We justify every wrong. Like I never thought I would see the day when just having children out of wedlock was like the thing to do. I'm thinking poverty. I'm thinking no man there, no husband to get up halfway in the night. I'm, I'm thinking all sorts of things. But we have we have glamorized having children out of wedlock and needing to go and get money because of them and, and needing government welfare. You see how we're going to end up under the government? Because m- many of these, many need government assistance. It's a government is hanging over it. Big, you think Big Brother doesn't know what they're doing? You think why they give out everything free? You think it's free? Free is never free with government, okay? Oh, they're giving us all the vaccine free. Free is never free. <laughs> That's why you can pay now $3,000 to stay in a hotel. You all better pay attention. That's right, Jennifer. The Red Army. Plenty of people. <laughs> Plenty of people. And didn't they say the virus started over there? Oh, yeah. Don't, and they're doing fine. High tech. Oh, China doing fine. All right, superintendent. <laughs> what people don't realize is that the more money that the U.S. and other countries borrow mm-hmm, to pay unemployment benefits, they are becoming more and more indebted mm-hmm, to China, who is against Christians. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm like, we're just welfare, welfare. You know, there's no lesson for them to learn because they're going to sit back and be taken care of by government. And eventually government's going to be in charge of you. And they're going to say, well, didn't you come to us for some, for financial support? Didn't you count on us because none of your family will be able to help you? And the child's fam- father's family will, you, oh, oh, see, we, that's, Bermuda is developing its, let's go, um, superintendent, it's socialists. Um, slash modern day communism. Everybody, everything in common. Oh, we're just going to give money to everybody. Oh, 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 you don't know. You don't know. Oh, Lord. Yes. And this is one of my favorite sayings when it comes to what's going on. Sleight of hand. The devil's sleight of hand is distracting people from God's will. Very good for that statement. Sleight of hand. To see what's really going on. That got you so focused on her. You're going to see what's happening behind here. That's, and by the way, that was in my teaching with prophets on, with Obadiah. He said that the people of Edom, Esau's people, all the, all the money they had. And when their enemies came in, um, they sat down with them and drank. So while, while they're drinking uh, and laughing and having a time, wonderful. You see the drink. You don't see the other hand that's taken away from you. What hand? has taken away from Bermuda. While we have money, while we have prestige, while we thought we were the best island and nobody could touch us. But in the background, whoo, they were taking away our respect for God. And now we've got to a place where far too many, far too many, and it's got to be more than it was 16 years ago. 16 years ago when I was teaching, I always asked the question, who goes to church? You know, When I first started teaching, out of 20 people, 25 people, Four did not go to church. Four did not go. By the time I finished, out of 20 people, four went. <laughs> and we wonder. So we we have to cry aloud. We have to spare not. We have to speak. And that takes energy. 
It takes focus. All right? Huh. Yeah, uh, good terminology for that. Bermudians are stiff-necked. We are, we're sharp. I mean, jinkums. I remember being in college, and he tried to make some, um, it was in a philosophy class, was it? I think so. And um, he made some statement about, <laughs> well, island people, people from the Caribbean, and how they didn't have, like, TVs or whatnot. Then he looked at me, and he said, well, how many TVs you got? My I had a, in your house, I had to sit back and go, da, da, da. I said, five. I blew to kingdom come. His total, total picture of what he's trying to say about our poverty and the rest of it. He don't know, not Bermudians, because we're proud people. But you know what? In being lifted up in pride, we've lost the very thing that made us unique and different. Everybody loved Bermuda for who we were, not for this foolishness that's going on right now. So we got to go back. Listen, maybe I'll continue talking about this next week. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, my sister Allison saying Bermuda is on a quick, slippery slope. And so that's why we got to get what that's why we're going to do what we can do. That's why we're going to do what we can do. And I'm sure there are some others who are going to. I'm talking about me. Talk about me. Yeah. Oh, yo, ho, ho, ho. Hey, I thought about them tonight when I was coming back from taking mom home. I said, yeah, I want. Giving out free bread, yeah. But guess what? How how are they feeling about the government telling them they can't? They didn't look too happy tonight. You didn't see the PLP sign out in the yard anymore, right? Mm, it all passes. Standards have been lowered. Yep, old Bermuda. And and you can have the old taste of manners and simplicity, um, meaning that we're not seeking after those things, but we're seeking to be kind-hearted. And gentle and manners. That's Bermuda. Well, that's the Bermuda I grew up in. The Bermudians today. Let me tell you something that's interesting. I find it happens often enough where I'll see it happens. Um, like I, mean, I took some footage up Asper Park. And, you know, you see different people. It's good afternoon. You speak. So when I was leaving, saw a young couple coming, meaning they're younger than 25, maybe, you know, 23. Anyway, I'm always thinking... Because I'm got always trying to work something. So I said to myself, I said, mm, I'm not going to speak until I see him start to speak. Always. The guy says, the guy speaks. Good afternoon, ma'am. I said, hello, young man. How are you? The girl floats right by me. I'm, I'm telling you, this is like the common. I'm like, what is wrong with these females? I mean, I, I in my head, I'm going, you know, how do you think I want? I'm an old woman compared to you. Double your age. And probably a little bit, you know, I'm like, where are the manners? Look right at you and walk past while her boyfriend spoke to me. I hope he didn't get in trouble for, for speaking to this old preacher woman. You know what I'm saying? But this is the touch that we've lost. Oh, Bermuda, out the window. <laughs> but you know what? Here, here's what, where I want to um, challenge you, Shekinah. And you got to be some people to stay with me, <laughs> to stick with this pastor, because I do. I do want us to have the standard of God, and it's not always easy, but we must continue to try. Okay, we must. Okay, yeah, Proverbs, pride goes before destruction. All right, the devil literally called it pride. It was pride in the beginning, and now he calls it pride. And the people go right after it. Ain't that something, right? Yeah, goes before destruction. And so Shekinah, let me say this, and to friends and everyone, um, my passion 
I think you understand. I know you understand it. Because I don't want us to be so caught up in a building, in the pastor as a person. I always want us to understand that we've got work to do. And we must do that work. And to do that, we cannot um, be distracted by each other. Because as soon as we do that, that's the sleight of hand, yo. That's the sleight of hand. No, no, no. Stay focused out there. You've got relatives you need saved. What in the world? The devil wants to steal, kill, and destroy. He hates unity. So how about Shekinah being united so that we can perhaps be an example? And the example that your relative needs, that somebody needs to come into the kingdom. All right? Now, um, let me see. Was something else God tell me? I'm trying to think if I should share it with you. I will. All right. I'm saying this down real, and I'm not going to talk about it too much. So I was driving today. I think this is when I was going to pick up mom. Harbor Red, I think I was. Anyway, it was by where somewhere I saw water. And God said to me, brought the thought to me. He said, ooh, watch this superintendent. <laughs> watch this junior girls, watch this. God said to me, he took me back to last year when we were down to zero um, cases, right? Zero positives. And remember, I spoke on the radio, right? He said, what are Christians to be in the world? Of course, I knew the answer. I said, salt and light. He said, what is Bermuda sitting in the Atlantic Ocean got plenty of? Salt and light. Natural. That's why we're being, that's a part of why we're being protected. Listen, I know you just said, semen, you should be ashamed of yourself. You're a science teacher. You got a pre-med degree. I'm telling you that what God said. And God is above any degree that I have or that anybody else has. I don't care what anybody else says. When God says something to me, I got it. He said, you are the salt in life. He said, the Christians salt in life. That's why we cannot be discouraged during this time. Again, whether you get the vaccine or you don't, keep your joy full. Keep on being sold. Keep on being light. Come on now. Yeah, I know Allison does every day. She walks by the water. She sure does. Yeah. Yeah. Sold and light. And and when he said that, I said, okay, um, we're about to travel on Monday. I'll say that. So we had to go get the big C test, right? So all week I was like, Maria, make sure you get enough of your vitamin D. You know, <laughs> just the mind goes. So therefore, last thing here, what is being challenged? Is the sword and light. This is not a this season is not about the sinner, just like John spoke to the seven churches. This season is about the church. Hiya, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. This season is about the church. Who will remain? Who will even want to come back to church? Because God just speaking to me said, Maria, some people really, they will not be back to church. I hope that ain't going to be people at Shekinah. <laughs> something wrong with you. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, but, but this is the testing time. And again, this is going to be another level of people settling. Interesting stuff, folks. Interesting stuff. So let me read what some of you have written before we wind it down. Keep your joy full. That's it. That's it. Because that way you're, you're, you're resonating. Oh, the presence of the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, because listen, it's not, a, I'm telling you, it's not, a, it's, I, 
It's not about vaccinate or not vaccinate. It is about where will you be after you do whatever you do or don't do whatever you don't do. Because God's looking at the heart. You see? All right. Yeah, we got to be shining, preserving. Amen, overseer. Superintendent, stay salty and lit. Yeah, lit. We be lit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, somebody preached that once. How salty are you? Yeah. (laughs) Got to be salty. And so, you know, this island, totally in the Atlantic by itself, that means the sun is inhibited, natural I'm talking about, and the salt water all around, fresh, uninhibited. What? You want to know why people want this island? Are you kidding me? I'm not going to name any gate names or anything. People want this island. Seeming you say so much. I know. All right, folks. All right. I'm done. (laughs) 